0: Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's right, man. i with that. Yes, yes. Life has changed so much since this
0: COVID thing. Yes, yes sir. Yeah, that, that thing took me back. Good morning, family. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Armor, co-hosted by yours truly, BBB, Big Brother Boom. This is Joe. And Russ. All right, all right. So, fellas, we need to talk about how to develop a healthy work-life balance during the pandemic because this thing is real. You know, the, the the lines between work and life have become blurred, and there's a lot going on. You know, I'm I started working from home before COVID, so I kind of got a taste of what it was like. But this thing is crazy. And when we threw that hook up in here about losing your mind, that is real. Mm-hmm. That's, that's real.
1: That is real. Yeah, that is. That is. And what what's interesting is that, you know, all three of us have uh, a different look at it because, like you said, yeah. when you're working from home, uh, I've been going into work, um, even though we had some days in between where I could work from home. And then, Russ, your your outlook is going to be totally different, too. So
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: I look
0: forward to what what comes out of this conversation.
2: Absolutely. Me too,
0: me too. So, so because I started doing this before COVID, like I said before, I had a I had a taste of what it was going to be like, but when COVID hit, all of all of the things that I used as outlets got shut down, and that that put a whole different spin on it.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I I couldn't go to the movies, I, I couldn't go bowling or anything like that, and I, not that I go to gyms or anything, but but even when it came to social interaction, you know, we had very limited uh, family gatherings where, you know, family's all you got, really. And I couldn't even hook up with my boys, you know, because restaurants were closed and, you know, other venues were closed. And I was like, yo, what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but, but for me, it, it, it got a little rough. Wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's probably, yeah, I, I,
2: I hear you, but it's, it's, and I think it has hit, you know, people, you know, everyone a little differently. Um, but I, I'm, I'm with you with, in terms of, you know, not being able to see your family or your friends, uh, i had a couple of, you know, people invite me to things. And, uh, matter of fact, recently, a a ball game. And, uh, I realized I didn't want to go for me anyway, cause uh, I had to wear a mask. So, you know, this, this COVID is affecting, uh, you know, affected all of us in in, uh, in in very similar ways.
1: I think. Yeah, yeah, and for me, uh, Kim, you know, Kim was home working. Well, she's been working from home the whole time, and like I said, I was going back and forth to the office. But the grandkids were here, and they were homeschooling basically. You know, with, mm-hmm. with the uh, the way that the schools were operating, and so that that entered. Into a whole different dynamic here at the house because you know at one point you would always have that time when they were gone. Now you have them here all the time, and mm-hmm. uh, not that we don't love our grandkids, but man, we uh, we come to, <laughs> we came to appreciate those school hours.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, well, I, well let me. You know, I'm just sitting there thinking. So think think about when uh, in the past, and I think any anybody across the country can relate to this. You know, if it, let me back up. If you're in an area that gets snow,
0: hmm. so
2: you've had those snowstorms, and what they they call it cabin fever, right? Right. But well, COVID COVID put a new spin on that that joint right there. Like cabin fever. What you talking about? Like cabin fever time, times times a hundred, right? <laughs> so uh, so <laughs> I feel right. you on that that point, Boone. It, it is um, it is very uh, stressful. I, I think people are are stressed. I think they're they're overworked. I think they're they're, um, you know, uh, looking for ways to balance. I, I think that's that's the, the you know the key word. How do you know you get back in balance? Because certainly COVID has knocked many things out of balance. That's that's an understatement, actually. But I'm just stating the obvious.
0: Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. So when it when it comes to when it comes to work life, mm-hmm. you know, like you guys were saying, there's certain scenarios where you got the whole family in the house at the same time right and, and and i know i know there's brothers out there that that were like man i just need to get away you know i love my wife i love my kids yeah i just need to get away right and and you could find yourself in a posture where hey you know if if, if i don't get a break i'm going to break down
3: mhm
0: so we're here today to give you some some tips on how to, how to get that work-life balance back uh, on an even keel mm-hmm. uh, so you're not juggling and struggling. And, 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 you know, if you don't address it, if you don't address it and acknowledge it, then you go, you're going to still have some challenges in that area. So mm-hmm. one of the things that, that Great point. I found uh, helpful
3: mm-hmm.
0: is that since I was going to be home more, I had a chance to to do some more exercising okay, because that not only helps you out physically, but also mentally. It's it's like, you know, relieving stress, relieving some anxiety by just even, even taking a walk, you know, and, and I, I share with the brothers that walking my dog has taken on uh, a whole different set of, uh, of, I won't say pleasure, but, but it's, it's more of a relaxing feel. It's not, it's not, um, and not, not that it's always been drudgery, but, but it's more pleasant now. It's matter of fact, I think he walks me now.
3: Mm. So, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm.
0: that, that helps a lot. And even, even when it comes to family, um, when you're, when you're cooped up in the house and you can't get away, you you need to step back, and and try to even make some time. Make some time that's not uh, that won't impact or impede your progress and productivity on on and work. So that also helps. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, because
1: yeah. you know there was a report that or a study that was done back at, during COVID in twenty twenty where mm-hmm. domestic violence had increased and mm-hmm. because yeah. of that lack yep. of, outlet, you know, um, uh, and it, and it's on both sides. It wasn't, even though it, it, it affected uh, women more, more women more were more susceptible to the violence, but men were being uh, acted out on as well. So, you know, that's from those stress, the stressors that build up from not having those outlets. And like mm-hmm. you said, taking a walk, um, doing some exercise. I think there was a lot of confusion at the very beginning of how much you could be out. You know, mm-hmm. so people, right, were, right. people were people were confined confined to the house, but they still could go out. But the the fear factor had people afraid to even leave their houses, and so that created a stress in itself. Um, you know. So it, those types of things that we can take into, uh put in perspective and say, okay, yeah, I can't go and I can't be around other people like I used to be, but I still can get out and I can do some things around the house, like uh, maybe mm. yard work. Yard work is a, it's a great stress reliever. It's not something yes, it that is. people like. That's, it, right. That's right. But it does calm the spirit and it puts you out in nature and you can just... uh you know, swat bees or whatever the case may be, and have a good time while you're out there.
2: <laughs> right, right. I I piggyback on that, and I would also dare say, uh, you know, um, sit, you know, look around the house, and I know everyone has something to do at their house that that could either improve their house. Uh, it could be decluttering. You know, I look I look at my office, and I've been you know trying to declutter. I say, you know, it's a good time to declutter while I'm here, just looking at stuff. I'm also well just you know get rid of it and um, purge. Right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I think, I think you have to, you know, it's, a, it's, it, I guess the opportunity is there for us to make decisions because you, you know, you do have a lot more time on your hands and rather than get stressed of, you know, of not being able to go out, you know, look at ways to, you know, get out or do things that, um, you know, get you up and going and, and keep you occupied and, and, uh, sort of change the narrative of, you know, depression or, or, um, or stress, right. You gotta, you know, you have to actually make a conscious decision to, uh, to figure a way to, um, you know, to maneuver out of it. Right. So,
0: yeah, so, so as I said earlier, the the very first thing that you have to do is to recognize that your work life balance, uh, is jacked up. Right. And, and you have to, Really get it embedded into your heart that your mental, physical, relational, <clears throat> relational, financial, and spiritual well-being could be at stake. And when I say financial, mm-hmm. if you if you don't have an outlet, you'll you'll start what people call retail therapy.
3: Mm-hmm. When
0: you you you'll buy stuff that that you don't need. You, you'll buy stuff that. Wow. Um, Is not in your budget. You know, right. We have a we have a miscellaneous category in in our budget, and you'll buy stuff that even exceeds miscellaneous.
3: Right. And right. and when
0: we when we think of shopping, you know, we we think that that it's a it's a it's a woman thing, it's a wife thing. But no, brothers brothers can have retail therapy too. <laughs> Talk to me, somebody. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I haven't heard that that retail therapy. That's that's interesting
2: retail therapy um i hear what you're saying there man that's uh in other words that's a that's a um uh, a reaction that people do to uh, to try and relieve stress is what you're what you're saying right that's
0: right
3: okay okay
2: yeah i think uh yeah buying it yeah buying something i guess that goes into where people buy a car every every year or every other year or or every several years thinking that the the new car will will make them feel better or um you know uh, satisfy a uh, a stress where in the reality like anything else you buy something new it's it's going to get old so um, i hear what you're saying though I, I that's that's interesting yeah so you know
0: you know we usually have a a stat right but we've got we've got we've got stats this week as well all right, 48% of Americans consider themselves workaholics. Okay. I don't know about you guys, but I'm in that 48%. Okay. 66% of American workers lack work-life balance. Mm. And sadly, I am in that 66%. Okay. So two-thirds of Americans know that their work-life balance is, is out of balance. Okay. of full-time U.S. employees experience burnout at their current job. Mm. And one in three American adults is sleep-deprived due to disrupted work-life balance. Mm. So your sleeping is impaired, your your mental, your cognitive uh, capacity is impaired. So, I mean, this thing is real, and you you got to deal with it. Right, yeah. This is this is not something that you can procrastinate on because it will impact you, as I said, in, in ways that you can't even imagine. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, but and but it, you said it starts with you got to recognize first that that you are you do have a problem first. And then second, what are you saying? Look for uh, concrete ways to to address it immediately. Is that basically what you're saying?
0: Yeah, look, look for ways to to. Take time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you you know, football terms. You call an audible. Yo, you know, I mm. I see I see this defense, and I don't I don't think our play is going to work against this defense. You call you got to call an audible. Mm-hmm. And yep. so, my my uh, one of my former managers when I first mm-hmm. started working uh, full time from home, I hadn't been used to it, and he had been doing it uh, long before. I started doing it. He said, you've got to take breaks. I mean, I would find myself li- yeah. literally yeah. sitting in front of this computer monitor for longer than I should have. Yeah. And, and he said, no, you've got to get up. You've got to walk around, take breaks, do whatever. And that's not going to uh, negatively impact your productivity. As a matter of fact, it's going it's to uh, improve your productivity. Right. And, you know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, man, I'm, 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 I got a monitor on, you know, I got an right. ankle monitor on. <laughs> yeah. So he said, no, you got to get up and take some breaks. Yeah. So I found myself doing that. Even, okay. even if, even if, uh, getting on a treadmill for 10 minutes, Yeah. you know, that goes into the exercise piece right. that helps you out. So that, that was a great, uh, piece of advice that he gave me. And, uh, that helped me out tremendously.
1: I like that. Yeah. That, that's good stuff, man. Because yeah, it really is. like you said, I know, um, with Kim working from home, like you, like you were just saying, boom, she will spend nine, 10, 12 hours at the computer when in reality, she, she works a nine hour day, 10 hour day. Right. So mm-hmm. If you're doing a 10 hour day and then you're actually on the computer until seven, eight, nine o'clock at night, you know, that that in itself will create stress and that in itself will create that unbalance. Because Mm -hmm. um, if you don't get up and walk away and, and take that five minute break, that 10 minute break, you know, step outside, breathe some air, whatever the case may be. Even to the point of not going and and taking a lunch break. You know, when you're at work, you're at the office, you're allotted a certain amount of time for for your lunch break. Yeah. But you'll find when you're at home working, a lot of times you don't do that. You will sit and work right on through, yeah, make grab a sandwich, but you're still working. And that right there is not how we're that's not going to make you productive, it's going to make you less productive because. Uh, of the burnout factor it comes it will it will generate a lot quicker and then you won't have that outlet to talk it out and it can uh, definitely be detrimental to everybody involved yourself your coworkers you know your your uh, family yeah it, it, it's uh, a, it has a broad spec- spectrum of effects on other people
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. You no, know, I, 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 I'll piggyback on the break. Cause me again, working from the, the home and being a, a, you know, have my own businesses and being home. What I, what I realized, I realized it several years ago Um, actually it, it didn't, it didn't uh, materialize because of, uh, of um, you know, trying to de-stress it materialized because my doctor told me that my sciatica Uh, pain I had from sitting, you know, sitting in front of the computer was becoming more uh, prevalent. So he says, Russ, you know, take take a 15 minute break every every hour what have you. So I started doing that. And through the taking those breaks, guys, I would stretch, do a little I call it mini yoga or whatever. Found myself coming back after 15 minutes, more energized, ready to rock and roll. And now, you know, again, that was probably 10 years ago. Here we are 10 years later. And now I take more breaks during the day and I'll work from, you know, five o'clock in the morning till 11 o'clock at night. But during, you know, in, in that timeline, I'm, I'm doing different things, but taking breaks along the way and balancing. And mm-hmm. I, I think, I think I know I'm more effective now um, because of the breaks, because of, you know, Uh, taking a walk and, you know, recently I bought a bike, you know, going for a bike ride for 30 minutes outside is just life changing. Um, So anyway, so yeah, I I think that um, that's, that's a key, uh, key element to, um, to uh, success and uh, you know, creating balance in our lives is.
0: Yeah. One of the things things that, that is also uh, great is the fact that if you're working from home, where you normally would be accustomed to going into the office, you're mm-hmm. saving on uh, commute time. Yes. And, and I know my, 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 little brother, Joe, he, he is always sharing his commute horror stories and, and, Man. and, and I, I can't relate. Yeah. I can't relate for sure. Right. And I, I just, I just feel bad for him. Yeah, so, so, In in a situation where you have to work from home, you've got more time because you don't have to deal with that commute and take advantage of that time to to get in some laps. Yes. And and take a break. Spend some time with family. Say, hey, family, you know, I know y'all got school over here. I've got my thing. Your mom has this thing. Everybody take a time out. You know, let's do a group hug. Let's watch a movie, you know. Uh, I know that I know it sounds easier said than done. Right, right. It can be done. Can can be be done. done. It can be done. So on that note, we're gonna take a short break. All right. I think I'm gonna go down on treadmill for about 30 seconds. There you go. I like that. And we'll see you on the flip side. See you on the flip side. When you leave your business. Do you leave the door unlocked? When facing legal matters in the business world, do not leave your business unprotected. There is help when it comes to business contracting, even collecting past due receivables from clients. An experienced attorney is critical to resolving disputes. Don't do it alone. At SJS Law Firm, their mission is to partner with clients to help them achieve the business of their dreams and plans with timely and strategic legal advice. Their legal counselors and advisors committed, providing individualized service that is tailored to the unique needs of your business. SJS Law Firm provides the legal support you need to move forward with confidence. Secure the knowledge that you have a legal team watching out for your best interests. Don't leave the door open. Call SJS Law Firm serving small business owners, entrepreneurs, and nonprofits. Call 202 505 5309. That's 202 505 5309. Or find them at the sjslawfirm.com. Hey, what's up, fellas? If you're looking for healthy, thought-provoking conversations on a variety of topics dealing with life issues, be a transparent, open dialogue for men who need a dose of honest, engaging, and heartfelt discussions. Tune in to Inside the Armor, airing Mondays at 8 a.m., hosted by Joe, Russ, and yours truly, Boone. We would love to have you vibe with us as we talk about our trials and our triumphs, our messes, and our successes. Join us for Inside the Armor, Mondays at 8 a.m. Iron Sharpening Iron, one podcast at a time. All right, we are back. All right, so... Hopefully, so far you've gotten a, a few takeaways. You're gonna you're gonna spend some more time exercising. You're gonna do some things with family that uh, you ordinarily would not do because you're either out with your boys or you're you're at the gym, and mm-hmm. because of COVID mandates, you are at the crib. So we we're just uh, admonishing you to to take advantage. You know. Turn turn lemons into lemonade, if you will. Well, you know, there's a lot of other
1: things you can make with lemons too, like lemon meringue pie. <laughs> uh, you can do some uh, salad dressing. Yeah, <laughs> lemonade. Okay. Uh, spice it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's going- true. Going back, uh, Russ mentioned, uh, riding his bike. So I just need to know, is this your, that electric bike that you're talking about? That's yeah, a- man.
2: Yeah. I, that's a, I tell you, I wish I, I wish I owned the company cause that thing right there would change your life, boy. You know, I, you guys heard me talk about it, I, man. I think you can just get out there and ride and pedal and, and, uh, experience outdoors. And if you've never done it, I would highly recommend it. Uh, Uh, even renting a bike, you know, renting it and just, you know, trying it out. Uh, It's, um, it's definitely a uh, life-changing experience in my, in my opinion.
0: It sounds like a sponsor sponsorship opportunity.
2: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I shot, shout out to Pedego in Bethesda. uh, Pedego. Great, great company, great, uh, you know, great product. Um, But I, I, you know, more importantly, when I ride, you know, I'm I'm saying to myself, I don't think about anything. I'm, I'm de-stressing. And I said, if I can't take an hour a day, guys, to myself and enjoy just me and nature and, you know, and what uh, what God in terms of uh, the day, what God brings that day, man, I, you know, shame on me. You know what I mean? Like there's not that much work in the world. Right. There's, there's nothing that important that I can't take an hour to myself.
1: So, there you go. I, every time, the first time you told me about that, I said, "Man, that that's cheating." That how do you? <laughs> it, rem- it reminds me of that. It's a modern day moped, man. You, you... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, but remember, you don't have to use the power. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. It's
2: it's it's available to you, it, which is why, awesome. why I bought it. Because you know, you guys know me. I'm very competitive, so I pedal. Like I went down to the wharf, and I, I rode all the way down there on my own power. Because I didn't want to use the power, but what's neat about it, the power is there. That's your back home. Yeah, that's that's a great analogy, man. Think, think about that. The, the The power, the power is there at my disposal if I want to access it. So,
3: uh, mm. that's mm,
2: mm. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I think might might be might have to stick a pin in that right there because uh, stick a pin in it. his,
3: yeah, his, yeah, his yeah.
2: power is accessible to us if we so, want it. But so we, I have we to have, turn the throttle on, too. As, as the bike says, or as the manual on the bike says, if I want to access the power, I just turn the throttle. And in a moment's notice, it's the power is there. So
0: mm. um,
1: that's good stuff right there, man. That is good.
0: That is good stuff. That is good. So, you know, we, we've been talking about kids being at the house. Right. We also have to... Uh, be more sensitive to what they're missing out on. They haven't been able to physically, socially interact with their peers. Mm-hmm. They, a lot of kids missed out on formal graduations and proms and class trips. Yeah. And, and there's an emotional toll that, that the, all of those omissions uh, take on, on kids. And so we as as parents have to be sensitive to the fact that they've missed out on, on a lot of uh, things that they won't get back you're not going to get your high school prom back right you know right. you might do high school reunion but you're not going to get the prom back you're not going to get a class trip back yeah. yeah and so let's be sensitive to the fact that they may they may be experiencing some emotional issues and so that's another opportunity for, for you to to step up and say, Hey, Hey son, Hey daughter, let's talk about it.
2: Mm,
0: That that. that's an opportunity for more bonding. Right. And that's an opportunity for you to share moments with your, your, your children Mm -hmm. that uh, they would appreciate.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Um good. I'm glad you brought that up because I was I was actually thinking that because uh I mentioned the grandkids being home. So, you know, one is 12 and, and he just turned 13, so he's in middle school, and then the other one was six, just turned seven.
3: Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: So the difference between the two going to school is in our face because The younger one is transitioning pretty easily the the older one is going into middle school after being out a year and it's a new school for him so he went from a private school to his first year in this this school doing it virtual and now he's actually in the classroom and that has been a difficult transition for him
3: Mm.
1: and he's you know uh it's a, it's a. I have to. I try to keep him prayed up every day, yeah. And have him pray going in, so he can have, uh, have that that energy and that protection as he's navigating a new territory altogether. So there's a lot of kids that are struggling, and it's an emotional struggle. Uh, for some, it's a physical struggle, and um, uh, they definitely need us to be able to coach them through that because, you know, as adults, we should be able to navigate those types of waters a little easier or at least with a little more wisdom and to help them know that uh, it's going to be okay. You just, you know, this is just a transition point. Don't give up hope because suicides happen between from the, from the moment of giving up hope or losing hope, to it's never going to get better that's the danger zone so anyway
2: yeah no no I hear you I I I don't have kids but um I've got lots of nieces and nephews and uh and I'm hearing you guys talk and I I think that that's that's a key point where you know I think it is important for adults and parents and uncles and aunts and so forth to give kids proper perspective of of the challenge and and you know, let, letting them know that this is temporary and that, um, you know, when you, when you were saying, Joe, about, the, you know, kids not, you know, experiencing their prom and so forth, you know, helping a child put that again in proper perspective, I think is important because I think we all can relate because we were all kids at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's the old term, making a, a, a mountain out of a molehill? That's a, you know, a cliche, but it's real because kids will make a, you know, mountain over something. That we know, of course, now is trivial because you know there'll be other events in their life, and they'll 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 forget a lot of stuff. But at the end of the day, I think, like you said, it is important for parents and uh, adults to uh, you know give them the the encouragement and the the ability to put things in in the proper perspective. So uh, so they don't lose my mind, lose my mind (laughs) up in here, yeah, that's right, right. or out there, or out there, yeah, (laughs) that's right.
0: So so when you take that time and cultivate those relationships and spend time talking, spend time sympathizing, that Mm -hmm. will in turn get your work-life balance back to a point where you don't feel the anxiety, you don't feel the stress, and you can have the scales balanced out to a point where... You know, you you can you can do this. It's it, it's not it's not easy, but you can do this. Another way that that you can get your work life balance back to a point where you can you can uh, function properly.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I know it's it's a stretch, but but you can seek out some volunteer opportunities. Now now, granted, there's still COVID mandates that uh, are in effect, so. Mm-hmm. That, with, notwithstanding, seek out some opportunities to volunteer if you can. Mm. You know, you, in addition to uh, everybody around you feeling the feeling the press and the stress of of these pandemic times, you know, we're all in uncharted territory. You may have some neighbors, some senior neighbors that um, can't get out. They can't do Instacart. Um, <clears throat> Check yeah. on them. Volunteer. Say, Straight hey, Miss so So-and-so. Yeah. Hey, Mr. So-and-so. You need anything from the store? Um, that, that's a great uh, work balance, uh, stress reliever. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it gives you a charge. It, it helps you spiritually, mentally. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm, I'm helping out here. I'm doing something. And you don't know how much of an impact a senior could feel. Doesn't have to be a senior, it could be somebody that that is incapacitated. Yeah. You may have a, a person that, that is handicapped in your community, or you may know of someone um, doesn't have to be in your community, could be a family member. Mm-hmm. So take some time to to check on them, take some time to uh, see if there's anything that you can do. And granted, um, we all have to to take. the the COVID mandates into consideration. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, go to a hospital, go to a nursing facility, that kind of thing. But there are a lot of activities that you can do to uh, avail yourself to uh, being a blessing to someone else. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like
1: that. that, that, That's a great, um, a great point because a lot of the, and, and I know it's getting better now because we're, we're at the, the uh, on the other side of COVID, but well, the the major breakout that we experienced, but there were a lot of programs that were shut down um, as a result of it, and there yeah. were a lot of people who were in need that didn't have those programs available to them anymore, and so then there's a there's a a large uh, recovery that has to still take place because of all of that. You had people who lost their jobs. They lost their finances. Um, You may know of a single mother that has has children at home, you know. So Mm -hmm. how how much of a blessing would it be if you were to buy her a bag of groceries just to say, hey, you know, I, I just wanted to give this to you to let to say, you know, to help. Uh, you just never know the impact, like you said, impacts that you will have on being able to reach out in those different ways. And it goes mm-hmm. back to one of our earlier podcasts about accountability.
3: Okay.
1: It, it will. Episode one. Episode one. So it, it will allow you to put your focus out, off of yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. There you go. Yep. There you go. We yes, talked
1: sir. about, you know, if you don't have anybody to be accountable to, then be accountable. Then be the accountable person, the uh, the one that someone can be accountable to you. Yeah, be there you go. partner. So, you know, this it's an opportunity to be able to do some of those things that we talked about that you know deep down in your heart you want to do. So there you go. Like Nike
0: said, just do it. Just do it. Let's do it. That like sounds it. like. That sounds like you're you're trying to do something that's uh in keeping with your your purpose.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yes. That would be yes. episode, episode 2.
3: 2, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. No, that's that's really good. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Now it's funny job you, you you said uh you said uh, uh Nike's Nike's uh logo or he said um what what is it again? It's uh just do it. Yeah, just do it. So I, th- I know I told y'all this before. My my personal one of my personal slogans is somebody's got to do it. So that, that's the way I encourage myself. I, you know, if I'm in the gym or e- even I'm riding a bike and I'm going up a hill and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, or something challenging my life, I'll, the way I encourage myself is that somebody's got to do it, right? And it's sort of like my, that, that picked me up. But when you were talking about the serving and, you know, finding your purpose, uh, when the topic first came up, uh, Boone, When you were even talking about it in the beginning of the of uh, of this program, that you know the stress and the, you know all these things that are on us because of COVID, and people are getting depressed and people are are uh, becoming despondent and, and you know sort of in that in that um, that depression stage. And one thing I learned years ago dealing with my own mini depression stages and so forth is that man, when you focus on someone else's problems. It is amazing how your stuff just shrinks, yes, shrink. And, I, yes, and I've, sir. I've heard that over and over again. I've, yes, I've sir. done it. I've learned over my life that, man, when I get into that little funk, and I, I, uh, I don't know if it's common among every person on the planet, but I know, speaking for myself, when I get into those little mini depressions and just funk, just can't figure it out, and just mad or just you know, um, depressed or whatever you want to call it, man, just Thinking about someone else's issue and for me it's just it could be a phone call to one of my mentees or just texting I'm like hey bro how you doing man and then he'll you know text back or something you hey, know Mr. Gordon I'm doing good and dah, dah, dah. and that's like all of my issues just go away so again I'll, I'll just encourage uh and sort of uh, amplify that that point that um you know serving looking for someone else's uh, uh, serving someone else in any capacity will help out on many different levels so
1: Yes, sir. You made that was a good point you made there, young man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that, Daddy O. <laughs> All
0: right. So here's what we want you to do, family. We want you to reflect, think back how you got out of balance. We want you to to redirect, redirect right. your energy mm-hmm. towards your health because this thing, if not taken care of, will take you out of here. And also we want you to to reconnect, reconnect with family and friends. And even though You still have to maintain social distancing. You know, you know the drill. You still can reach out to those people that are closer to you. And last but not least, contact us at info.insidethearmor at gmail.com. With the comments, with questions, we look forward to hearing from you. Peace. 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 Peace.